everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up today, Dan, a discussion about polygamy. Yeah. Um, there was that incident down in Mexico that happened about, what, a week, two weeks ago? A week and a half, something like that. Yeah. People, um, some, some folks lost their lives. Yeah, the, the, the Mormon fundamentalists. Um, it, living in one of the Mormon colonies, colonies, yeah. they call them, uh, down in Mexico, and and a bunch of them were killed. But anyway, it's brought up some very interesting issues, and we're going to be talking about yeah. this later on in the show. In the yes, half. indeed. But before uh, we do that, before we do, I, I would like to talk about something. You and I have uh, talked on this show sometimes, for no apparent reason, about oral hygiene. It, it has come up. <laughs> about brushing one's teeth. Yeah. Well, apparently, the people at Quip heard us. Seriously. Because uh, because we we now have it's a new the sponsor. hashtags I've been using. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you've, been, you've been brushing your teeth with hashtags, and frankly, it's not the right way to do it. Well, let me tell you, um, I've been a little obsessed about my teeth lately. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You, that's, that can happen. <laughs> I, no, I'm not judging. I have been brushing twice a day. Well... <laughs> there you go. That's madness. Uh -huh. No, let me tell you something. Uh-huh. Here, here here's here's what here's what you gotta do. Okay. You gotta take care of your mouth. You you gotta brush yeah. twice twice a day. Yes. They say for two minutes. Now, how do you count out the two minutes? How do um, you know? Yeah. I yeah. Quip! That's how. <laughs> here's the thing. Okay. It's got a built-in timer and 30 second pulses to the basic so you just pick a quadrant yeah you do that quadrant uh -huh. it, it's it's electric so it just sort of all you got to do is just sort of move it around and it right. does all the work yeah and you can figure it out you can do upper left as a quadrant yeah or uh top front yeah exactly and then top quadrant. back yeah you yeah. Can, you do it your way switch it up you'll no. don't, you, you know have what? to i will say this you have to yeah. you do have to pick one and stick with it no you don't because halfway through you'll be like which one which quadrant where have was I, done I so far where was i yeah. yeah it's probably true if you want it to no, stay if you, from experience, if you want it to be true. mindless <laughs> yeah you got it you got to uh -huh. just you got to get a, yeah. a rhythm going yeah. uh but it t it makes it so easy uh-huh. Uh so Quip makes Quip does all of the work for you. They all uh they've got a floss dispenser that comes with pre-marked floss to help you use the, wow. exactly the right amount. Okay. Um they deliver a fresh brush head, floss, and toothpaste. Uh refills straight to your door uh every 3 months, free shipping. Nice. You're never you're you never you can't go wrong with this. Nice. This is it just makes everything easy. And then you don't have to think about anything. You just do it and you're done. Uh, and and listen, we are not going to leave you out in the cold, kids. If you go to uh, getquip.com slash thank. Yeah. That's our that's the first word in our title. Thank God I'm <laughs> thank. atheist. Slash yeah. thank. Uh-huh. Uh, you'll thank us later when you get your quip. Me, 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 me. Yeah. So quip. So basically that's your your you'll get your first refill free. So your first refill free at quip.com slash thank spelled out G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash thank. Right. Quip. It's the good habits company. Awesome. Well, that's, that's their that's their tagline. That's a pretty that's a good habit. Yeah. No, let me tell you, brushing your teeth is a good habit. And it's flossing. They're yeah. making it all easy, kids. Yeah. 
And it's super, yeah, it's transportable. You can take it anywhere. It's super easy. So yeah. it's an attractive little, little and you get thing, a, too. You get to pick your color, too. Yeah. It's great. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's get into the thing. <laughs> let's All do right. our show. Uh, Dan. Yeah. Dan. 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 What? Um, where am I going to start? Do you want to be outraged first? Oh, I love a good outrage. Okay, cool. Um, BYU, Idaho. Oh. Up in Rexburg, Idaho. Yeah. Formerly known as Rick's College. Sure. I remember when it was Rick's. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, uh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, I'm not going to get into all my ideas about this place <laughs> because this should say enough to anyone. Um, college students are a lot of schools require college student their their students uh -huh. to uh, carry some kind of of insurance right health insurance sure right and uh, a lot of schools have some plan like a school plan that they're able to get on sure to. that's that's um, relatively inexpensive or you uh, can if you show that you're on like maybe your parents plan right. or just your own other plan sure you can opt out of the school's insurance right right um and up until uh just recently yeah uh byu idaho uh allowed for medicaid to be one of the 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 plans sure that exempted their students from taking their insurance makes sense uh, that is no longer the case they no <laughs> longer accept medicaid as an acceptable alternative to the student and, health plan. And why is that? They will not say. <laughs> they flat out will not say. Uh, the, the BYU Idaho spokespeople are just mum. That's amazing. On, on this topic. Now, think, here's, some, here's some things to really think about. Because, you know, um, maybe a lot of people don't really know what Medicaid is. Mm. Um it may surprise people uh, outside of this country to know that we we do provide some uh, government health care. Right. Uh, this is this is specifically yeah. for uh, people who live um, uh, either below or some percentage of the poverty line. Right. Right. Including uh, up to some some states. Uh, allow people who are uh, like 140% of the poverty line to qualify for Medicaid. Oh, interesting. Um, and a lot of this was, you've, you've heard, of course, about Medicaid expansion. Right. Right. Which was part of Obamacare. Right. Uh, anyway, um, so the student population in Rexburg is obviously quite large. Uh, and that actually pushes up the poverty rate. Um, it's about 41.6%. Of the population of Rexburg. Because students don't have no money. Exactly. Right. And the median household income is uh, just over $26,000 okay. in, in Rexburg. So a lot of people there could qualify for Medicaid and were doing so because it was the most affordable health care option available to right. them. And Medicaid, uh, it it's health insurance. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's not just some, you know, uh, bare bones thing. No. It, I mean, it's not it's like coverage. It's not the most glorious, luxurious, robust, robust, maybe yeah. level of coverage, but you're covered. Yeah. Right. 
And that's all any university should should care about. Well, anyway, um, some students uh, were saying on social media that when they contacted the student health center at BYU-Idaho yeah. about the change, uh, staff said that the decision was made not by them not and not in Rexburg, but by the church board of education in Salt Lake City, um, <laughs> that they were no, not to accept Medicaid anymore. Because oh that's for poor people, and it's for people who aren't relying on... And fuck poor people. We're not going to educate you. You know, like, there's... Yeah. This sounds like a pilot program that they're foisting on... That, that Salt Lake is foisting on their shitty yeah, because they, university. They have checked in with BYU and Provo, um, also, of course, owned by the church. Um, and they are being very clear that uh, Medicaid... They also say Medicare will also be, will continue to meet the healthcare uh, requirement coverage requirements. Oh my God. Uh, in Provo. Um, but this, yeah, this, it's, is crazy. this is, it's absolute insanity. It's <laughs> like when you actually like think it through, it's, it's, it's so outrageous. It's the dumbest and thing. It, yeah. Like they, they are specifically shitting on a certain segment of their student populace, population. Yeah. And no. why should their students not who like, let's face it. Students are poor. Yeah. It, like, unless you have rich parents, you're poor in college. Right. If your parents aren't helping out. Yeah. Then you're scraping by. Yeah. So and you let them qualify have... for these government programs. Right. Right. Guaranteed. You know, it's, it's just these, uh, it's these conservatives who don't, who think that being poor is a, uh, is, is a, is a character flaw. Yeah, exactly. That's that's what that is. Well, since you decided, to, I'm calling an audible. I'm switching out one of my stories that I told you I was going to. Oh, do. we t we sort of cryptically tell each other what our stories are going to be without actually giving away what they are. Well, um, yeah, and and that's really just so that we don't double up our stories. Yeah, exactly. But also so that I have notes, so that it's easier when I do the show notes. Right. I don't yeah. Have to like pay too close of attention. But you said BYU, and I'm going to do a BYU story. Oh, okay. Your former alma mater. Which one are you dropping? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to. Okay. Okay, go. Uh, the <laughs> BYU okay. posted a, uh, a, they were looking for a new uh, geology professor. Uh, okay. But here's the thing about geology, or, or about BYU. Uh, the students at BYU are ob obliged to be, to sign a... Uh, the honor code. An honor code. The yeah. honor code. Well, so are the professors. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and part of that is that they, part of the honor code says that they will not have sex outside of a heterosexual marriage. <laughs> of course it does. Yeah. So this, oh. this listing, here's oh, the thing. God. Uh, it was, it was yeah. a job the, what you can do if you are, if you are a, a university is post these jobs at the uh, places like the American Geophysical Union or the Geological Society of America. Oh boy. And then, and then, you know, because that's where that's where geologists will look to get a job. Yeah. Well, they dropped the listing. Both of those organizations that I just said, because they have their own non-discrimination policies, and that and they won't list a a job opening someplace that violates those that, standards that, that won't that isn't okay with gay people. Wow. So there you go. Good on them. Yeah. I agree. Oh, I lo I love it how 
Oh, I love it when BYU gets it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, like um, I actually had uh, one of my Italian professors uh-huh. at, um, BYU. at BYU um, who was not um, LDS. Uh-huh. And she'd been recruited because she could teach at a level at BYU. I mean, she went there because she was like, I can teach undergrads at a level that I can't anywhere else. Oh, right. because because you got a because, bunch of return missionaries yeah, exactly. who are fluent, in, yeah. at least conversationally. Yeah, I mean, you walk into her classes, you know, I mean, it's like some of the first Italian classes I took, right? Right. And there's not a lick of English spoken day one. Right. And we're reading Ita- Italian literature. Sure. Right. And she just, she loved that. She thought it was amazing. Anyway. Um, but I remember we were always just like, I mean, come on, like... She must drink coffee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She must. You know, it, was I mean, she from on. Italy? No, but oh. she spoke Italian like a native. Oh, she was wow. unreal. She was unreal. That's cool. Yeah. But anyway. Um, hmm. There you go. BYU. So BYU, I think I, I, I want more of that to happen. I think that that's going to be the trend too coming up. I think that it's going to be much more about uh, not... Uh, 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 like groups like that will stop posting things yeah, for know. schools that don't that that aren't that are bitchy about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, stop it, being dicks, everybody. Yeah, I mean, it definitely will have the effect of further alienating uh, those places. And also, don't and, study and those... science at a religious college. Just well, don't do it. Uh, here's here's the even deal. though BYU is like the least of the problematic colleges yeah, for that they are still fucking don't study science at a college I, that also makes you read bullshit like the bible and the book of mormon that's just <laughs> nonsense i would say uh something like geology they'll be know. fine they'll, they'll be, be they'll, fi- they'll, they'll be fine, fine at byu engineering they're gonna be fine yeah but still don't do it yeah. Okay. Anyway. I mean, just don't go to those colleges. That's <laughs> Why? That is that our, is our listeners. Question. Our listeners are you? not in any danger of going to any of those colleges. Yeah, okay. Yeah. We'd like to give you some advice. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone. If you're thinking about it. Yeah. All right, Dan. Yeah. Um, there is a very, very happy man in Kentucky. Oh, I like happy men. Uh, <laughs> probably not going to like this one, though. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Oh, okay. Good. Um, a federal court. Uh, is allowing a Kentucky man to personalize uh, his license plate with the phrase "I'm God." Oh my God! They After gonna... the state denied it, <laughs> they weren't going to let him have "I'm God." He's been fighting for three years there <laughs> to get this 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 vanity plate that says "I'm God." Oh my God! Um, it's probably a bad idea to have, have that in Kentucky. He's probably yeah. going to get his. Like car keyed. Yeah. Uh, he's a, obviously, uh, well, I guess maybe not obviously. He could just be a narcissist. Right. But uh, he is a self-identified atheist. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, he, let's see. Uh, well, yeah, the he was, the denial um, obviously violated anti-discrimination guidelines. Uh-huh. Uh, the state has allowed similar plates like try God. Oh, right. <laughs> Burf. And also, no God. Oh, okay. Which, okay, I'm cool with that. Again, why you would do that in Kentucky, I'm not 
sure. No, no, good on him. Get a Actually, go get yourself some. <laughs> anyway, the uh, the ACLU and the Freedom from Religion Foundation uh, helped him out. Yeah, um, and the U.S. District Court or a U.S. District Court um, in Frankfurt, um, the ju- the ju- a judge there ruled that vanity plates are private speech protected by the First Amendment, and so the state had violated his rights, denying him a plate. I think it's very interesting that they're saying that, that it's protected speech. Yeah. I suppose so. Yeah, but I mean, there a line must be drawn. So it's interesting now. They got to draw the line apparently within. The good thing to them is they only have to issue that plate once. Nobody else gets that one. So uh, you could do I am God. Right. Yeah, exactly. That would work. That's right. Um, Someone in Kentucky do that. Now. <laughs> Steal his thunder and... Put piss them off. It'll be great. <laughs> I love it. All right. Uh, you could do godless. Yeah. You could do God free. You could do. You could do God. God sucks. God. I wonder if you could say do God. God sucks. S U X. Yeah. <laughs> we'll try it out, everybody. We'll <laughs> let us know how it goes. I'm gonna take us uh, just north of the border uh, mm. of Kentucky. Okay. To Ohio. Ohio. Uh huh. Where okay. uh, in where. The uh, the Ohio House has passed a uh, a law called the Student Religious Liberties Act. Oh, that's not going to be. That's good. never going to be good. If you hear the phrase "religious liberties," it's never about uh, actually protecting. Have something to do with the, oppression. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> These it's always the, the religious oppression act. Uh, in this case, it's actually not about oppression. Oh, it is about, but it is about privilege. Ah. And that's and that's one of the good things. Okay. Um, apparently, if this passes uh, the Ohio Senate, uh-huh. this law will allow will will make it uh, illegal to give a kid a failing grade on a test if they get the science answers wrong for religion reasons. <laughs> no. Yep. Absolutely. They what they're no. trying to do is protect all those poor dumb Christian kids who have been to the Ark Encounter one too many times. Yeah. Mama say plant, Earth is only 6,000 years old. Right, yeah, exactly. Here's where geology gets in the way of yep, religion. Exactly. Yeah, okay, That's enough. there's the problem. So <laughs> so yeah, like if say a biology teacher very correctly talks about uh uh evolution but the preacher says that ain't true, well then the kid can can just make their argument and say whatever bullshit they've been Adam taught, and, and then uh, and the the teacher has to give them credit. So, but that's an interesting thing mm-hmm. because, it, okay, so you're not allowed to. Uh, you have to grade their work, <laughs> right? Do and you anymore? I, I don't. Do know. you? Apparently not. <laughs> I mean, maybe the kid still has to sit through the lectures. So far, they may get rid of that too. Uh, yeah, you know. Anyway, this hasn't passed quite the, bizarre. the the whole general assembly. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Would it, I mean? It's. I mean. Assume. I assume that this is just for a couple different science classes. That this isn't like my preacher said that you know two plus two equals five. 
Like, is it a complete undermining 100% of, of education? My understanding of it, it, and I haven't read the bill entirely, but it's basically students can't be penalized if their work is, and I'll just read the language that I'm seeing here. If the work is scientifically wrong, as long as the reasoning is because of their religious belief. All right, well, cool. Then, okay. So it's mostly about science. Yeah, yeah. It's once again just about, okay. But only because religion doesn't tend to co- to like bump up against gym or like bump right. up against English. Yeah. But it could. It could. And in the future, those kids are safe. God bless them. <laughs> They're saving the kids. Well, that's great. I'm I'm happy for these Christian kids. Yes, indeed. They just get to be yeah, more and more Dumber and dumber. Have fun at college. You are not going to like what happens. Well, they'll go to Bible college anyway. Yeah, but maybe. all right. Dan. What? Um, you are familiar. I know you are with uh, something called Project Blitz. Yes. It's, right. It's basically where Heidi Klum and, uh, and Tim Gunn teach people how to sew dresses. Oh, is that what it is? That may be a different project. I think Project Blitz is the is the uh, the conservative Christian uh, attempt to take over this country and, and yeah. the The whole idea was to bombard state legislatures with radical religious um, laws, sort of pre written. Right. Right. This is about um, you know religion classes in the schools. This is right. about in God we trust you know, placards in the schools. Right. Specifically, those two come to mind immediately. Um, well, according to the Freedom From Religion Foundation, yeah. um, the the Project Blitz is ditching the name. Well, oh. Which well, is interesting. Yeah. And I, they sort of put forward their theory. I have my own. <laughs> um, they're rebranding themselves as, quote, Freedom For All. Oh, That's the, the, their new little name. Yeah, cute. Um, you know, this this sort of came out of, it, I guess the group officially formed just in 2016. Yeah, it, it's, it's new, <coughs> but they're they've been effective. Uh, the Freedom from Religion Foundation has, of course, been fighting them. Um, they opposed uh, 12 Bible class bills. That were pushed by Project Blitz uh, in, ver- in various states. Right. Nine of those ended up failing, um, but even uh, in the three states where they passed, right. um, the Freedom from Religion Foundation was uh, they they sent they sent a letter out to every uh, essentially school district uh-huh. in those states and sort of explained what the problems were with these with, with this law right um and what would happen of course if they crossed the constitutional lines right and apparently according to the fufferf no bible classes have been uh, actually instituted in those states yet um yet right. but they're working on it they're working hard they're making it sound scary even though it is law right that allows it in those places um, because part of the whole goal of Project Blitz now, what is it called now? Now it's called Freedom for All. So Freedom remember that, all. everybody. Like, yeah, look I, out for those guys. I, they're they're sort of saying that they're rebranding because the Freedom from Religion Foundation has been so successful at blocking a lot of these laws from passing. I think 
their rebranding to be slippery. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Because they don't want to be watched. They don't want to be seen. They don't want people to immediately no. have their hackles up. They want, this is a slimy organization. Well, and also Project Blitz sounds aggressive. Uh-huh. Freedom for all sounds so, uh, it's it's a big love, it's a big right. hug. Well, I don't think when they called it Project Blitz that the, anybody actually thought that it would get much attention. Right. Right. That, that they would be immediately spotted and called out for what they're doing right. by, by the left and then tracked by organizations like the Freedom From Religion Foundation. Right. Um, so I, I think, I think their rebranding does, it is definitely a, it demonstrates a success on the part of the Freedom From Religion Foundation for having done so much work right. that they're wanting to like slip and slither, you know, yeah. away and, but while continuing their work. Yeah. It's, um, I, and yeah, they're, but that's, that's what's up. I, I felt like I normally don't. Uh, use um, press releases from organizations for the show. Sure. I, I like to get it from our stories from news sources. Right. That's kind of what we're, what the whole, what we're doing right here. But I felt like this was just so important um, just uh, so that people out there can hear it we're, and, and pay attention to it. We're about to go into a time of year where a lot of legislatures are convening right in in the you know January February sort of March time period seems to be when a lot of the the part-time legislatures right like actually have their session right and so we're going to be seeing a lot more crap coming forward and people need to know that the freedom for all freedom means, for all means uh, privilege for us and no freedom for you. Exactly. That's yeah. what that means. And and know the source of it as yep. well. All right. Uh, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna end close on some interesting news. Some news that surprised me actually. Uh, it's demography. We're gonna get into a little demography. Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh, specifically, U.S. Hispanics. Oh. Uh, who, when uh, when looked at have have actually changed their stripes a little bit. Uh, according to the Pew Research Center, okay. Back in 2009, now Hispanics traditionally uh, are wildly Catholic. In almost every mm. Latin American and South American country, you get just a a, a huge percentage of Catholicism. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in the United States in 2009, it was 57% of U.S. Hispanics were Catholic. Okay. Uh, and now it is below 50. Wow. It is now 47%. 12-point drop. A 12-point drop. No way. In, uh, in Catholicism among U.S. Hispanics. Interestingly, huh. um, the, the number of Hispanic Protestants has barely budged. It was 23%. It's gone to 24%. So where are they going? Unaffiliated. Just like the oh rest of the country. Oh, my God. That has jumped from 15 to 23%. What? Yep. With a, with a 3% or with a 2% bump in uh, non-Christian faiths. I think that's really interesting. How much of a bump? Uh, so non-Christian faiths, they were at 1%. Now they're at 3 
which is surprising. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> there, I, I've heard of a phenomenon of, um, uh, of conversions in, in the Hispanic community, Latino community, to Islam. Yeah, that but may that's, be that, that that's been that may be one of the kind things. of the thing. So I wonder if if some of that isn't well. If you're going to be treated the same as the Arabs who are trying to come into this country, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like it feels like, especially the Trump administration is giving them common cause. You know yeah, what I that's mean? Interesting. <laughs> yeah, it makes one wonder. Anyway, huh. uh, I think that that is a, a really interesting thing because demographically, we think of Hispanics as uh, as as being sort of very uh very Christian they're like you know when you look at the sort of the political breakdown yeah they often vote democrat uh-huh uh but some but if you ask them about things like abortion if you ask them about things like you know any any of these sort of hot button topics for catholics uh-huh they they struggle they don't uh, want to vote for democrats because right, of that right so it's never something that is, it's not a reliable democrat democratic sort of stronghold mm -hmm. yeah uh that may be changing i don't know that's really interesting who knows that is uh very interesting and welcome yeah yeah exactly you know we embrace you we uh yeah we 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 want anyone who doubts yeah come to, to join us. Eat, dine at our table. Yeah. Uh, if you, dear listener, would like to uh, to share some, some fun facts or thoughts or dine at our table with us, you can write to us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you can call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yeah. Hey, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGIAtheist and click the like button. And while you're on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge. Request to join. We'll let you in. Yeah. Hey, the show's not over. Let's, let's do some more show. Hey, Dan. Hey, yeah. Um... Uh, Dave Dobenmeyer. Coach Dave! Oh, he's such a peach. Oh, he, let me tell you something. He, what's nice is how down to earth he is. <laughs> he likes to keep things, he likes, you know what? He likes facts. <laughs> and he likes, uh, he likes to verify. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and he has dug up he, we, yeah. the straight dirt, y'all. Yeah, there's no, when you hear it from his lips, <laughs> there is no reason to fact check. No. You know it's... It's reliable. It's truth. Yeah. He's not one of these wishy-washy Dan Rather types. <laughs> none of this... Fact-checking? None of, none of this... He doesn't need to fact-check, mm -hmm. Dan. All right. Listen, let, he knows in his heart, and that's good enough for me. So let's learn what he knows in his heart this oh, week. It's so good. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know, know this or not. Many of the people who go into Planned Parenthoods have their babies killed are what they call breeders. Breeders. They, they do it over and over and over. They're paid to get pregnant, to abort the baby for satanic rituals. Did you guys have any idea of that? Did you know that? Did you understand that some of those women walking in there aren't just troubled women, aren't just caught themselves in a bad situation? They're breeders. They do it over and over and over. We don't believe that, do we? Nah, that, no, coach. No, you've got it wrong. Do I really?
Do I really? Yes, you do. Uh, yes, coach. In point of you fact, wrong. that's insane. Yeah. Oh, my Breeders. God. Breeders. Because uh, here's the first thing. First of all, there's so many things wrong with this. <laughs> just the, like, just even from his perspective, even right. if I were on his side, right. I'd be like, yeah, but then they go to a clinic? Wouldn't they want to? Wouldn't they want to like give birth to the baby and then sacrifice the baby to Satan? It seems like a much better satanic ritual. Yeah, right. Woman in labor, baby falls out, and then you yeah you put it on a then, table with yeah. candles and a pentagram, and you you yeah big knife or something. Dan, sounds like you've been to one of these before. I mean, <laughs> I've dabbled. <laughs> I yeah so abort have <sighs> the and then the abortion clinic they know what to do with it don't worry yeah right like they already have then you, you the go around back to pick up to pick up the aborted fetus so that you can <laughs> it's such a it's such a breeder oh my god it's so stupid first of all he's trying to reignite the satanic panic oh they would love to they would love to they re would, they reignite would really that. really 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 love to can we just be clear about something there was never. A Satan, a Satanist problem in the United States. There were never people doing satanic rituals. That it was that was always bullshit. Can we just get that out of the way, Dan? <laughs> I feel like actually that's there are people true. who do satanic rituals. It's just they're silly. It's just you know maybe they have a little sex or whatever, but they don't ever like sacrifice people or. Do chickens? you know where all that came from? Chickens. Do they sacrifice chickens? No. Come on. No. They, Come on. They eat chicken. Have, they have a nice little chicken dinner. Sure, absolutely. And then, then have some silly satanic sex. Yeah, they then they then somebody gets naked and they do a thing and they say <laughs> dance say around something in Latin. It's it's cute. <laughs> the the Odo Temple Temple Orientis or whatever it is. <laughs> what is that? Was this a satanic group? Oh yeah. Oh, I thought okay. Anyway, yeah. yeah how do you know that, Dan? Oh, I know a lot of things, Frank. About Satanists? Dan, you're scaring me. Yeah. You should be scared. <gasps> Damn! I feel like that's 90% of why anyone joins a Satanic cult. It's just like, scary. it's just so that like people are afraid of them. <laughs> I'm a member of the Satanists, of, of the Satanists of whatever. Right. <laughs> it's something they can say to, to old people. To scandalize people. To scandalize yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Okay, boomer. I'm a Satanist. Ha! <laughs> anyway, uh, some folks wrote into us. Hi, Frank and Dan. This is from Mallory. Hi, Frank and Dan. Love you guys. Uh, I've listened to every episode at least twice because you guys are great. That's wow. That's Mallory. unhealthy. <laughs> that is unhealthy. It's not recommended. Don't do that. <laughs> but thank you. But thank you. We love you. Uh, anyway, uh, I wanted to ask your opinion about removing myself from the official LDS records. Ah. Uh, a quick background. I was born and raised in the church. My mother, uh, this is the Mormons, by the way, yeah. kids. Uh, my mother's side goes all the way back to the beginning. Oh, so boy. the pressure of the Mormon religion was strict and expected. Uh. Uh, I started questioning things as long as I could remember. Uh, I, as I grew, I began stepping away from the church as much as possible. When I turned 18, uh, I left the church. Much to the shock of my family. Uh, I tried other religions in my journey to atheism. Huh. Why? Uh, where, I, where I am now. Uh, there, there isn't any contact between my family and myself. Oh, that's sad. Um, or not. Actually, it's fine. 
I still get uh, the occasional home teachers and visiting teachers and missionaries that oh, knock God. on my door. Oh, I would like to worst. have my name completely withdrawn from their records, but I'm worried that there are consequences. What was, what was your experience? Uh, and were there any bumps in the road during the process? Are you okay with your decision? I want them to leave me alone, even though I have no contact with that side of my family. I'm concerned if they no longer see my name on the records, that may start more problems. Well, I don't know what those problems might be Yeah, well, for yeah. you specifically. Yeah, we don't know your but, situation. But I will say this. Um, it was a great day in my life. <laughs> when I got that letter confirming that I was out yeah. of the church, um, I, 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 like, I, I almost bought a frame. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think it's something, I mean, only you can like, it sounds like you want to. Yeah. So I say, just go for it. Right. Like the, con the consequences, I don't, I, I, again, outside of immediate consequences with your family, I don't know what consequences there could be. Yeah. Aside from knowing that you're no longer on their rolls, they're no longer tracking you. Um, the home teachers and the missionaries aren't going to be coming around. Um, it just sounds like a win, win, win to me, yeah. except for <laughs> an est estranged, how some estranged family members might feel about it. Yeah. But um, I mean, if they're, if you're not even on their radar anyway, yeah, I mean, it, and staying on, isn't going to help anything. No, it's them. not. If they're already not cool with you. And li listen, um, I I put it off for a long time because I, <clears throat> my feeling was I didn't care. Mm. I, you know, I, if they think I'm part of their stupid club, but I know I'm not, then I don't really care. But then I realized that my name was being attached to a bunch of shit that this church was doing. Yeah. You know, they could count me as a, I was I was a member, at least in their eyes, yeah. of an organization that you know is is anti-gay and anti uh you know trans and all of these other things and and patriarchal yeah. in a way that i was wildly uncomfortable right. with so i just didn't want my name being associated with it right so and that's pretty easy for me to explain to people right. I've, I've had no problem explaining that so i think it was great you can go to quitmormon.com if you want to yeah and they can help you get it get your name off it's yeah. pretty easy to resign uh, it, it, it is easy. The church has tried to put up some roadblocks. Like they are now requiring your letter to be notarized. But Did I you know that? But I don't think legally they can require that. Um, it's something that they are currently requiring. Right. Nobody's actually like challenged it in any way. Right. But it's something that they are requiring. But Quit Mormon is a, is a lawyer. The, it's, He's it's, a lawyer uh -huh. and he is complying with that request right. of theirs. And so, um, but... Um, I saw somebody on the Salt Lake City subreddit not too long ago offering their services as a notary public oh, to anyone sure. who wanted their letter. I love it. <laughs> Notarized. Free of charge. Yeah. Right. That's like, right. So. I, uh, I will say this. Uh, Mormonism is not the only uh, organization from which you should resign. Uh, those of you who grew up in other religious organizations yeah. should probably also resign from your old church. You just may not feel... It the same way Mormons do. It's it's the ex Mormons. Do. It's very special, <laughs> right? Like I'll bet the I'll bet the J Dubs feel it the same with that. They probably of... they probably have something some similar yeah. something or other. Yeah. But the J Dubs seem more than willing to just excommunicate you for crap. Oh, they'll right? shun you. You shun, and they'll yeah. know, and then yeah, they'll oh they'll kick you right the fuck out. If you're not... <laughs>
So and to me, it might be more satisfying to get kicked out rather than to. I know. Uh, I always thought like, wouldn't that? Be, wouldn't that? <laughs> I think now, if I like where I'm at in my life now, yeah, I would make the excommunicate me. Yeah, that would be more fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I just don't. I I didn't time, have anything for them to excommunicate me over. Yeah, I was living with my girlfriend, but they don't. They wouldn't. They don't care that on. much. But you could have like, you could have convinced them. Maybe. You could have done some public apostasy crap. <laughs> sure. I don't know how. You yeah. could have figured it out. Yeah. But anyway. Just, just every just just write them a little note. Every day I'm going to moon the temple until you excommunicate me. <laughs> I'm just gonna watch watch for me at noon. You just gonna moon the anyway. Uh here's another this is from Taylor. Hello, dear podcasters. I wanted to share a recent interaction I had with a friend of mine after listening to your uh, Crusade for Christmas coercion chat. Um, mm. This this was mm. when we were talking about the fake war on Christmas. Right. Uh, I need to preface this by saying that Christmas is my number one favorite holiday. Same I love, here. I love snow. I love the old Louis Armstrong Christmas album. Mm -hmm. And somehow I totally bought what the Christmas specials on TV said that the true meaning of Christmas is all about thinking of others, spreading peace and love, and eating lots of delicious food. I never really <laughs> paid attention to the Jesus shit, and I hate nativity scenes. So, life has been a little shit lately. To combat the shit, I've been spending time in home decor shops surrounded by Christmas stuff, pretending I can afford to decorate. I sent my friend a Snapchat saying, uh, it's an okay time... Uh, for life to shit on me because I can retreat into the holiday spirit and feel better. She and I met in college in good old Salt Lake City, but she's originally from Bountiful. That's a very Mormon town. Yes, in it Salt is. Lake. Or in, in Utah, north of Salt Lake. And I'm pretty sure I'm her first ex-Mormon friend. Aww. She's been trying to bring me into the singles ward for years uh, with some Mormon deep cuts today, boy. Um, anyway, uh, th this time, however, she just shot back a snide comment about Christmas in September. And when I joked back that it was mid November, all she said was, quote, I have a particular view of how the holidays should be celebrated. And I'm not wor and I'm working on not pushing my views onto other people to this day. I cannot figure out what the fuck brought that about, but it feels like war on Christmas shit to me. <laughs> Tell me what you guys think. Mm. Here's what it feels like to me. She has annoyed so many people with her, it, some crazy view that she has on how you're supposed to celebrate Christmas. Yeah. And they've yelled at her enough that she is too gun shy to even talk about Christmas to people. <laughs> she, is okay. too, she has this some crazy thing uh -huh. about Christmas should only be celebrated between this day and that day. And it should only, and it should always be about Jesus and Santa should be blah, blah, blah. And she has brought this out at parties so much. That like she has ruined entire like parties for people, and they've I bet stopped. Those are fun parties. They've stopped way. inviting her to things <laughs> about it, right. and she feels like she should be allowed to tell everybody her views on it, but she knows that she can't because they hate her for it. Well, so you've painted yeah like the picture here, Dan. Yeah, there you go. You that's, know exactly who this woman is. I have no idea. I was just that's just my fun guess. Hmm. All right, but you know who knows? At <laughs> least look, Taylor. Count your blessings. <laughs> you, yes, she didn't communicate well with you in that moment. She couldn't commune with you in your joy mm. of Christmas. But also, she didn't tell you her bullshit. Yeah, she didn't. She good. didn't spew any of her bullshit at you. Yeah. 
which she wanted to. Whatever yeah. it was, <laughs> she wanted to. That's funny. So I say, I say you're in great shape. Just let it go. <laughs> Just let go and let God. Uh, that's funny. Hey, do we have some folks to thank? We do have people to thank, Dan. We yeah. have two new patrons on Patreon. Okay. We have Sam, Wonderful. who's coming in at the faithful level. Thank you, Sam. And we have a new pope. Oh, the popes just keep on coming. And the popes just keep on coming. Crystal. Oh, Crystal. Oh. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. And we're still just just the tiniest bit away from our reaching our, our next level goal. We are. We're, we're, we're just inching closer and closer. It's going to be a glorious day when it finally happens. Yes. Uh, we do have someone to thank. Okay. Our, our Lord and Savior. Our top donor, Dan. Yes. Davis! 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 Woo! Uh, way to be the Lord and Savior, Davis. <laughs> way to be. We appreciate you. And we appreciate all of you. And uh, more to come. Dan! There's an invasion happening, Frank. An invasion? There was an invasion. What is it? We invaded Mexico. <laughs> Who did? And by we, I mean the Mormons. Mormon polygamists? Yeah. That's we? The first. That was never we. No. That was never me. No. I can tell you that. The first Mormon invasion of Mexico happened in 1847 when they came here. Yeah, that's actually true. Yeah. Because this, this because, was Mexico back yeah, then. Yeah, Utah, Salt Lake City was part of Mexico at yeah. that moment. Yeah. And they were literally trying to get to a different country yeah. when the Mormon pioneers came here. They, they were done with the United States. Uh, and, then they, and then the U.S. gobbled them right back up again. Oh, they were so miffed. And then there was this always, there's mega tension between Utahns, between the Mormons and the, the U.S. federal government over polygamy. Yeah, like that was the big sticking point. There's like an old base, an old fort. Yeah, up on the hill. There was a polygamy fort. No, that was <laughs> the U.S. having sent out the troops. Yeah, fort. exactly. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there there has been there's a long history. Well, the, part of that history is that even after the Mormons find the the sort of the Brighamites. The, the followers of Brigham Young yeah. decided that they were going to give up the practice of polygamy mm -hmm. after Brigham died. Yeah, yeah. Well after. Well after. Uh, some would, of them... turned over in his grave. A whole bunch of them didn't uh, think that that was right. A whole bunch of Mormons mm -hmm. thought that that was incorrect and uh, inconceivable. Yeah. But it's it was very much uh, against the law here in these United States. And so they fled... And they fled to both Mexico and Canada. Yeah, and strangely. this time it stayed Mexico. Yeah. So, and they're still there. They are still there. That's the crazy thing. Yeah. Mitt Romney's dad was born in Mexico. That's correct. Yeah. So in one of the colonies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and recently there was a big dust up uh, because, uh, as we as we alluded to at the top of the show, some of those people were killed. Yeah. Because they get into spats with the local cartels. Yeah. We don't know the whole story. We don't. I didn't really follow the story too closely. I saw headlines about it. Yeah. But what's interesting, Dan, Yeah. 
is that this has led some to call for um, a change in laws in this country yeah. about polygamy so that these groups, which, by the way, um, a lot of members of these commu- these Mormon communities in northern Mexico are U.S. citizens. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and they would like to live in the United States. <laughs> But there's sort of a don't ask, don't tell, or look yeah. the other way policy in Mexico about polygamy right. with these groups. And uh, so they can sort of which traditionally live in peace. Which there kind of has been in parts of Utah, too. Yeah, which is kind of funny. But like, any, why not just come back and... But every now and then somebody gets in trouble and, and you know... It's pretty rare, isn't it? It's pretty rare, but I mean, Hilldale's all broke up and whatever. It's it, They broke up Hilldale? Kind of. Really? I mean, it's like it's it, yeah, it's it's now more uh, non-polygamist than polygamist. They're still I mean, there, I okay, but it's but like they don't own the town anymore. Oh, and that all this. part of it, yeah, no, you're right about that. Um, yeah, but there's something like estimates range between thirty to sixty thousand polygamists in the Salt Lake Valley. Yeah, that's wait, thirty to sixty thousand in the Salt Lake Valley. Yes, that's insane. Yes, all of Harriman was. Yeah, and now it's not so much anymore. Now it's all now it's all townhomes just... occupied by tech workers. But yeah, it's, yeah, there's still plenty of it. Yeah, it's and it and it is kind of just a don't ask, don't tell sort of scenario. Yeah, but here's the thing: people who don't have any skin in the game at all, right, are still calling for the decriminalization and legalization of polyg, yeah. just in the United States. Yeah. Um, including one, you know, there's a Salt Lake Tribune article about it, and they they pointed to a tweet by one Philippa Meek, who uh, who is she? It's a doctoral researcher at the University of Exeter in Devon, England, mm. who tweeted, "Can we please just decriminalize and le- and legalize polygamy, like now?" And she said, ha- "She hashtagged marriage equality." Oh, interesting. Now, marriage equality. Yeah, that's an interesting hashtag, hmm. especially considering who she was. This was all part of like a, a, a Twitter uh, thread that she was doing, a, or a series of tweets about this whole Mormonism thing in Mexico. But here's the thing: uh, the the religious version of polygamy is unequal. Mm-hmm. It is a it is a patriarchal nonsense. Mm-hmm. It is a yeah. it is a uh, men can marry multiple women. Women cannot marry multiple men. Right. So I think marriage equality might be a bit of a misnomer. But it is an interesting question. The question of can should adults and only adults be allowed yeah. to marry more than one person? Well, so, yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Uh, it also, like, are we talking about marriage in terms of a religious ceremony or are we talking about it in terms of you go down to your city or county however wherever you get your marriage license um and uh create a legal and create you know there's some sort of you know you pay your whatever and get your blood test if (laughs) do they still do blood i don't know if they do anymore Uh, but anyway um yeah, is that what we're talking about? Because like when 
I'm with her 100% on decriminalize. Okay. Like I, I'm just like, okay, that, that helps to bring it out of the shadows. Yeah. Right? And that's important. That is really important because you brought up as, as long as it's adults, this would help so much with the child bride situation yeah. in polygamy. If, we if could... you just got it out into the light of day where, where these groups were willing to be more open and because they weren't as afraid and they weren't as isolated. Yeah. These kind of activities just wouldn't be as possible as they are now. Yeah. To do these, the, because they're, they're spiritual brides, right? What do they call it? Um, uh, I don't know. I can't remember what they call it. They but anyway. Call it rape. It is definitely rape. Um, and, and child so like, molestation. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, like, so I'm absolutely, I'm, I'm right there. Decriminalize. Now, when you talk about legalize, that's when it's like, okay, well now we're taking steps that I, again, I don't know exactly what people mean when they say that. I don't know if they mean that we're going to redefine what marriage is so that it's just, I mean, you would have to, in sort of our, you know, legal definition of marriage these days, have it be any combination of people. Yeah. Right. No matter, regardless their, their, their gender. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and that's where I'm like that. Okay. So taking a, a gender definition out of marriage was a, was a radical change. Yes. Um, it actually ended up feeling not very radical. At, when it finally happened? Other than the fact um, that it broke society? Is that what you mean? <laughs> Other than the fact that in everything has that, fallen apart? That heterosexual marriages have been sullied and ruined and have yeah. fallen apart? I, I'm going to divorce my wife just in principle. Now, <laughs> now that gays can do it. So, I mean, the, 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 it's a different question, though, than what the gay community was asking um, our society to to, to come around on yeah. because they weren't saying that we need more than, than, than I mean, marriage has been understood as to a two party relationship. Right. And yeah. so now it's sometimes it, so what's, it depends what's on who multi? you're talking about. Like, well, but in our system, you know, as of late, sure. Recently in the West. Okay. Right. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not, but like not, the whole history of marriage since the dawn of time and how it's been practiced by different groups. That's right. But anyway, um, so I don't know. That's something I am less immediately, uh, on board with, on board with, but show me the terms, show me what you're talking about. And then maybe, maybe I could support something like that. But that seems, I mean, to me, what is, what is marriage other than just sort of a legal entanglement of people? It is. Yeah. It is saying we take responsibility for each other. Yeah. We, uh, you know, we are going to care for each other. We are going to, uh, help each other and, yeah. and, uh, and probably we enjoy fucking or whatever, but, uh, right. but not necessarily. So I don't see why that can't, extend to more people right and i and i don't want to like complicate this 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 issue just for the sake of complicating it or to like but but like you're gonna there's a lot that would have to be hashed out because right now it's medical decision making for each other sure right so what what happens if it's a three-party group 
and and they don't uh, the two and don't the agree. two don't agree. Yeah. Like, is it a coin toss? Yeah. You know, like like the, the, there would be so the much. The doctor gets to choose, and the, and just because there would be a lot to figure out doesn't mean that it's not something that should be done. Sure, right? But there would be so much. It like the 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 radical change of 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 taking gender out of what marriage was yeah ultimately was a big giant yawn it really didn't do that much as far as like how the institution worked totally right this would change how the institution functions right and that is a much steeper hill to climb yeah i mean i think it's definitely more complicated yeah uh, I'm not afraid of that complication personally. That no, doesn't bother me, me either. I'm, I believe just, me, I'm not going to be the one who's doing the heavy lifting on that. One. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's not the hill you want to die on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This isn't marriage. Frank Feldman. Right. Uh, <laughs> my thought is yeah, just the, the guy who's like so dubious of of the institution. Right. The institution. In general. The, the institution in general is questionable. Right. Yeah. I get that. So like. So really now we're just going to like, why do we keep expanding this thing? That's just like, okay, well, eventually on. we can expand it to meaninglessness. Hey, now that's interesting. If you expand it all the way, then it means basically everybody in the country is married. <laughs> we're all married to each other. <laughs> and now, and now we have you to do healthcare for all crazy marriage chains. You could. You my know. marriage is now marrying your marriage. Right. My my coupledom is marrying their coupledom and yeah. and that could be fine. Like I have yeah. no like people these, these two couples get married. Right, exactly. Or these two groups right merge. Yeah. Sounds like a corporation. <laughs> it could yeah. Well, you know what? It's not unlike it. So I mean you'd have to elect some kind of board of directors. <laughs> yes, indeed. God damn it. You have a board. You'd have to do Robert's rules. Ugh. You'd have to, you know, have committees. Sure. Sure. You know, you could do I mean, you could take a sort of parliamentary approach to it. You could have you could have a, a parliament of, of, of your marriage. You elect you. You have your representative. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hmm. Exactly. Hmm. Vote for Susie. <laughs> for... She's a doozy. <laughs> so, so uh, I don't know. I think I think it should be legal just because people can enter into whatever legal contract with each other that they want to as far as like as, as long as it's not deleterious to society in some way uh I don't see a problem. The the main thing that I object to is that the reason that it's illegal is on some bogus moral ground. Right. I just really truly believe that some sort of group marriage thing that it would just ruin my marriage, <laughs> right? That it, that it, you that, you sir are not married. I'm going to that, point that out that, to you. That, that somehow, what those people doing over there will affect the thing that I'm doing over here. Yeah, I'm fairly convinced that that's true. Yeah, don't you I mean, think? No, here's don't you think. Here's what I think would happen. Here's what I definitely think would happen. They would make plural marriage legal and then like gen z millennials would all start marrying each other just so that they could have be on each other's insurance see and that's the sort of thing that would have to be worked out and th that yeah. it would eventually cause to break down i think well i i i i support it just because just because the reasons against it aren't valid 
The reasons against it are the Bible says they what the fuck? It's not even the Bible. The Bible's totally condones it. Not group marriage. There's plenty. That's the thing. Yeah. Is this will make people's heads explode when they realize it's not just one man and a bunch of women. Right. Which you could probably get some people on board with. Right. Right. But as soon as a woman starts marrying a bunch of guys. What's the point? What is this? What's happening? She's just going to have a bunch of different men's kids. Ugh. That's disgusting. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, it's just... Yeah, it. I don't know. I I personally think it should be t- totally legal and obviously not criminal. No, but not what should be criminal is the marriage of a fourteen-year-old, yeah, or a sixteen-year-old. Uh-huh. Uh, that that should probably that should be totally against the law. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And also, yeah, I mean, the the un- marry the marrying of a child, your child, to an older man. Without their the consent of the child, without the child having any say in the matter, that should that it is illegal. Yeah, it should be illegal, and it should be prosecuted vigorously, and it should be easier to find. And it's not. And it's not right now. So, so yeah, I mean, at least decriminalization and possibly legalization would bring it would let sort of bring it out in the open, and then we could sort of poke at it a little bit more and find <laughs> those those. Awful oh, things. the heads would explode. I, you, you, your point to uh, just sort of break marriage is appealing. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, listen, I'm guessing that some of our listeners have some things to say about all of this. And some people are fucking outraged. Because, I w- like polygamy is something that we live with in the neighborhood here in Utah. Yeah. I mean, I Costco the other day. Oh yeah, uh, easy to spot the polygamists at Costco. It, right. It depends on if they're rural or if they're. These were rural. Yeah, they're they super. Easy the rural to spot. polygamists are super easy to spot. They're like, <laughs> they're like Mennonites or whatever. They yeah. like they they're do from, their. They're from the 1800s. They are at least the women are, and their hair is so yeah. bad, and they uh, yeah always braided. Why always braided? Anyway. Um, if you would like to uh, to chime in on this conversation or any conversation, right. please write to us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yep. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist, and click on that like button. And while you're there, search for the TGIA members only lounge or request to join. It is a closed group, but we will let you in. Yeah. Hey, speaking of Facebook, thanks so much to Mackenzie for all of her amazing work on the, uh, on the Facebook page. Page, you should go see it and thanks to amy and danny for their work as the moderators of the members only lounge and a big thing goes out to the red rock hot club for the use of their music and to gordon johnston for the use of his music and thank you dear friends for tuning in bye bye